the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. It's a little wet, but right now it's pretty darn dry here right on the front porch of Porky's. Sun's out. That's all I know. Sun is out. It's beautiful. Come out. Of course, Joe Ferraro is joining me. We're getting our weekend started off just right. We're on the front porch at Porky's. We invite you to come up and do the same thing later today at lunchtime or even now. Have a great show for you today. In fact, first thing I want to, of course, announce and remind you that about, of course, we will be broadcasting the home baseball game tonight, which is against visiting Melbourne High School. The first pitch is 730, but I also especially want to remind you about Pete Dunnight, former Blue Darters coach Pete Dunn, who was here from 75, 76, and 77, had a truly historic impact on the Apopka Blue Darter baseball program is coming back and will be honored on a special ceremony with a special ceremony starting at 7.15 p.m. Expecting a lot of former players of Coach Dunn to be there and uh, encourage you to come out and be there for that as well. It will also be covered on the air thanks to the great work of Pete Paquette and, and Joe Ferraro. And, Joe, I'm really looking forward to tonight, and I especially appreciate your hard work and Pete's hard work in helping to make all this possible. Free game, our on-air broadcast. Free game, 7 o'clock. Then, obviously, we're going to be carrying the ceremonies live at 7.15. This is a really great event tonight. You need to come out, get a ticket, bring the family. You definitely want to be part of this because the way I see it, this is local history being made right here. And recognized, absolutely. And, again, let me thank John Perry for his outstanding coverage in the Apopka Chief and Planner for the last three weeks helping get the word out. That's the way people get the word out in Apopka is via the Apopka Chief and Planner. And 1520 WBZW. Absolutely. Your hometown station. Absolutely. Pete Paquette, the work that Pete has done, that you have done, Debbie O'Brien, Coach Dunnell, and I will be appearing on the Debbie O'Brien Show, our hometown with Debbie O'Brien, later today. Oh, that'll be fun. With uh, Debbie and Michelle. So, absolutely. uh, 1520 to BZW, the Apopka Chief and Planner. And special thanks to Coach Mike McDaniel, who was, uh, you know, he's the one that has to sign off on this. And it was actually his idea that he suggested it to me. Nice. And, of course, Russell Wombles as well. A lot of hard work is being put into this by a lot of different people. And we encourage you to come out and just have a great time. In fact, speaking of having a great time, Mayor Brian Nelson will be hosting a food truck cookout prior to the game and that starts at 5 30 p.m and of course uh, mayor brian nelson is also a former player for coach pete dunn in fact wow. he, brian was on our 1970 our historic now historic 1975 district championship team well it's definitely going to be a fun night so you want to come out and enjoy it all 
Speaking of blue darters, we'll see a great one coming right now. It's Brian King, most recently of Orlando Baseball Academy, which is located right here in Apopka. And uh, Brian will be joining us here in just a moment. Before we go to Brian, though, I want to give a shout-out to the Apopka Blue Darter Boys Weightlifting Team. And there's a great front page picture and article about them in today's Apopka Chief. And they have just captured first place trophies from the Metro Conference West Division meet, from the District 2A 10 competition, and from the Regional 2A 5 competition. So three huge trophies earned by the Apopka Blue Garter weightlifting team. And I'm also pleased to share with you that many of the guys on that weightlifting team are also football players as well. Excellent, excellent. So they're going to bring that champion spirit over to the Blue Daughters football team. I and, love that. And give a shout-out to coaches Bill Coggle and Coach Jeff Rolson of the Popka Blue Daughter boys weightlifting team. Gee, those names sound familiar. I wonder if they have anything to do with the football team. <laughs> In fact, Coach Rolson will be our <laughs> new head coach, and Coach Coggle will remain on the staff and play a, continue to play a huge role. So uh, – Shout out to the coaches. Shout out to the guys on Apopka Blue Daughter Boys Weightlifting. It's always great to capture trophies and championships, and we're pleased that they are doing that. And uh, briefly before we go to Brian King, and Brian's now joining us, I want to give a shout out to the Apopka High Softball team. In fact, the last I looked, they were ranked number one in Class 9A in Florida. Uh, they did have a tough loss, two, tough two-to-one loss earlier this week, which was their first loss of the season, but the Blue Darter softball team and Coach Mike McQuithy are in the process of having an outstanding 13-1 season. We'll continue to follow their progress. And then also a brief update on Blue Darter baseball, and Brian can help us flesh this out a little bit. Huge, big victory, huge victory over Kissimmee Osceola last Saturday on the road that was originally scheduled to be a home game, which we were going to cover. Yeah, right. There were changes that wound up being played on the road in Kissimmee, and we came away with a 5-1 to one victory in that one. Lost a tough one earlier this week to Windermere, an outstanding Windermere team, another close, close loss to, to a good team. And then we lost an extra inning game uh, down at Disney yesterday uh, to a team from Kentucky. Once again, Blue Darter you know, season, you know, having our struggles, many, I would say many close games, almost all close games, a lot of tough losses to top-notch teams in close games. And, of course, that's kind of one of the things you often get when you have a, a very young team like we've got right now. I've been in touch with Coach McDaniel earlier this morning via text. He most likely will not be joining us today. He's down at the field making sure that it's going to be in good condition for tonight. But uh, we certainly I told him we'd love to hear from him via phone if he has the opportunity. He's got the blow dryer out, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, of course, one of, the, one of the, you know, the great skills that Coach McDaniel has, which is obvious, is, uh, and one of his passions is working on the field and, and, and making it look beautiful. So um, you know, we were in good hands if he's the guy you know, trying to make sure that we can get the, you know, uh, we'll have good conditions tonight. I will show a few people the photographs that I've taken from the ball games that we've covered. I posted them on 1520 WBZW's Facebook page, and the comments were just raving about how beautiful the field looks. And they do a fabulous job on that field. And, you know, one of the things that's uh, relevant to today is um, that, uh, you know, Coach Dunn, that was always a, a top priority for him. 
and he actually, him and his 1977 team, one of the things we'll be talking to him about, were the ones that literally built right. Jay Barnes Field. And, but now it's great to have Coach McDaniel continuing that condition and uh, tradition and a, a coach for, for whom the condition of the field is, a, is an absolute top priority and who's got the skill and, and uh, willing to do the hard work to make it happen. And, and you see it every, every time we're there, you see the, the kids out there grooming it, combing it. And watering that, and that it comes from good leadership from, from their head coach believe me uh that's not all, not always the case and, and of course shout out to the guys because they're the ones out there doing a lot of the hard yeah, along with coach mcdaniel doing a lot, a lot of that hard labor yeah go over to 1520 wbzw's facebook page check out the photographs there you'll see friends of yours i guarantee it now we're speaking of friends of ours we're pleased to be joined by john perry and john, i want to thank you john once again for your outstanding coverage uh in the apopka chief for pete dunn tonight well, thanks, Roger. It's uh, you know it's it's special night, and hopefully Brian King has enough uh, uh, pull with the weather guy uh, to make, make sure we stay dry. Uh, certainly, a nasty lot of storms uh, that came through this morning. I heard you talk about uh, Mike McDaniel's out there on the field, and I, I figured he would be. Uh, that's something that just goes along with somebody's got to take care of that field, uh, especially when it gets that much water in, in that little time. But uh, hopefully it will stay away and we can get everything taken care of this evening. And uh, be a, be a, it should be a nice evening. John, I've drawn all the rain turtles I can draw, so. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't you know. know. If, if we're relying on, on, on Brian's relationship with the, with, with, with the man who controls everything, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure how confident we should be. Yeah, well, any of us, you know, from that matter. So, but uh, You have to plead for uh, mercy. I pray it, for mercy. It just, uh, you know, that's the one thing about, you know, football, it's more annoying than anything. Of course, if the lightning bolts start dropping around, but... Uh, uh, you know, baseballs and softball both have got to have. There's a certain parameter that uh, you can can live with, and but once it gets gets to a certain point, you've got to let it go, and, and you just can't play. Uh, other other outdoor sports, it's just more annoying than you know a few sprinkles or even a little bit of heavy rain. But um, you know, so hopefully everything can can go on as planned tonight because uh, it's, it's shaping up to be such a nice evening in terms of what, what you've got going on. Well, we do have a lot of people praying for rain, probably more than not rain because we need the moisture. But, but not at Jay Barnes Field tonight around uh, 7.15 or, or, or before. Yeah, exactly. It can, it, can, it can be around in our yards and everything, but not right there. Well, you know what? In the past, Jay Barnes has kind of had a shelter for the most part over top of it, so maybe uh, maybe that'll stay true tonight too. Well, we're, we're gonna, before we uh, move on to our break, and we look forward to being joined by Coach Dunn when we come back from our break on today's Blue Darter Sports Central. But I want to let you know that our program, Blue Darter Sports Central the Blue Darter broadcast and all the programs you hear right here on 1520 WBCW are supported by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and of course let you know that if you have a garage door problem of any kind big or small residential or commercial Florida Door Solutions has your solution For, and in the best Apopka tradition Florida Door Solutions gives back Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka Blue Darter Athletics Apopka Blue Darter Baseball and Apopka Little League so when you have garage door problems, find out why Florida Door Solutions have been voted best garage door company and give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now, 
John, why don't you give us an up-to-date, uh, uh, and, and Brian also, on the game, the games of the past week since we were on the air. I, I briefly hit, this, hit the uh, results. Great road win last week at Kissimmee Osceola on Saturday. Lost a close game to a very good Windermere team on the road earlier this week and then lost a, another heartbreaker in extra innings to a team from Kentucky yesterday. Um, just give us your update. Well, um, the I did not see the game at Osceola or yesterday at uh, at the Disney Complex against the uh, Bullet East from, uh, I think, uh, Mount Washington, Kentucky, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's um, it. But anyway, uh, so, you know, I know that was a tough one, obviously, four to three. Uh, Earning a run in there in, in the in the bottom of the ninth to to, to lose it, um, I you know the the team I don't know you can, you know teams you always hear that teams and and people uh, make make their own luck so to speak and and that type of thing, and and sometimes it's it's just being snake bit, uh, sometimes you know winning begets winning and losing begets losing and and something's got to change it uh, you know this team's not a bad baseball team you you look at the record at at 5 and 10 i think right now and and uh it's it's just it's just tough cuz the ball team's better than that i mean i i don't you know in my you know newspaper opinion and, and i know a little bit about this game i i don't see this team being a state championship caliber baseball team but i don't see them being a five and ten team either you know this is a team that in baseball especially though any you get a guy out there and he's got his stuff that day and and you put up a team that's pretty good on the other side he can still beat them you can scratch out a couple runs and maybe win a two to one two to nothing kind of game um and and baseball is just that way uh where one one really good pitching outing can can make a difference uh you know uh, but this team's lost some close games, lost some tough a games. A lot of them. Uh, and, and so, you know, that, man, you just got to weather that storm. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like the literally the weather, you know, this morning. You just wait it out down and it right. passes, passes yeah. on by. And, and unfortunately, it's not that quick with with a sports team, yeah, no yeah, matter yeah, what no, the sport no, no, is. I agree. I'm, uh, 100%. Now, I, from my you know, observation, which is further away than you, you're closer than I, but that's exactly the kind of way that I'm seeing it. And you know, First of all, we had a young team coming in anyway, a lot of sophomores on the team. And um, you know, one thing that I see is that you know, st- I think the leadership, if you will, is still developing. You know, I haven't seen evidence of that take charge guy that will step up and get that clutch hit or you make that key play, tough play in a tough situation. Um, and that's all part of developing a, a young team. And then, like you said, I, I texted Coach um, Mac this morning um, and just said, this team, the more I see it, reminds me of a team I actually coached back in the day. Now, that wasn't high school. That was 13-year-olds. But it was a very similar type thing in that st- – we're winning. Next thing you know, we started losing a one-run game here, a one-run game here. You know, the, the the pitching would be good and the hit, hitting wouldn't be there. The hitting would be good and the pitching d- didn't hold up. You know, we have one error, and that's the error that loses the game. And as you said, you, you get in that trough, and, and it's hard to break out of it. it, really, and I, it yeah, it really is. And, and it just, uh, you know, the uh, thing about baseball is you can have – like you say, you can have one part of the game being being outstanding and the in the wrong play at the wrong time, and then it's it's uh, it, it can make the difference in the game. And one one quick thing is there's some guys coming back who have played, but there's not a 
lot of experience on this team, like there like there was last year, for instance. I mean, last year you had, you know, Cam Stewart and uh, Evans and, and Garrett Evans, Evans you know, Evan and, and Reed, and all those guys had played heavy roles multiple years. Uh, not that way this year. And, and so even with the guys who have come back who have played, it was more of a, 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 a role player position that they were in versus versus a leadership. And, and I, I think that's probably part of the reason things are the way they are. And, and you know, but as, as Mike McDaniel's quick to say, you know, come playoff time, if, if you can grow through all this and, and weather this, you know, there's 15 games in, 10 more games regular season, uh, things can change in a hurry uh, in, in, in baseball especially. No, I agree, and I think that's the biggest challenge right now is for the guys not to get down on themselves, you know, not to get their, their, their spirits down in the trough, you know, just to keep, uh, you know, putting, their, putting the bad stuff behind them and, you know, starting with a clean slate every game and, you know, trying to play the best they can fundamentally sound every game with, with energy and passion and play to win and, and not get too discouraged by the things that don't go their way. And that's much, much, much easier said yes. than done. Yeah, flushing it, flushing it and moving on is, is not is easy, much easier to say. Really but, but as you said, I mean, that's what I keep, you know, because I've, I've got the experience, you know, we, we have lived it and we've all seen it. You know, these guys don't quite you know, have that experience, but if they can just hang in there and keep that, their heads high, there's a, a lot of baseball left to be played. You know, regular season and playoff. And, and as we all know, playoffs, no matter where you're seated, and, of course, you want to get that good seed. That doesn't always happen. Uh, but you, everybody starts off 0-0, clean slate, once you start postseason. So, um, anyway, that's the way I'm looking at it, and I'm expecting us to uh, to have some, some good moments here uh, before the season is over. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and take the break uh, a little bit early. And then we come back. We'll look forward to getting Coach Dunn on the line, and we'll have a we'll, we'll speak with him with John Perry from the Apopka Chief, Brian King of Orlando Baseball Academy, also a former Blue Darter player and assistant coach, and of course Joe Ferraro. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBGW, Popka's hometown radio station, coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. We're getting our weekend started off just right. We're joined, of course, by Joe Ferraro. John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner is joining us, and Brian King of Orlando Baseball Academy is joining us as well. In a moment, we look forward to being joined by Coach Pete Dunn on the line. And, of course, we are eagerly anticipating Pete Dunn night tonight at Jay Barnes Field. Ceremonies begin promptly at 7.15 p.m. First pitch is at 7.30 p.m. And I encourage everybody to get there early at 5.30 p.m. for Mayor Brian Nelson food truck cookout at Jay Barnes Field. Mm. I know a lot of people are going to that. I'm looking forward to be, Joe and I will be there right at, right at 530, if not before. And we look forward to seeing a bunch of guys there and especially look forward to seeing a bunch of the, the guys that played for Coach Dunn back from the mid-70s era, 75, 76, and 77 there tonight as well. And before we go to Coach, once again, I want to thank John Perry for John for your excellent coverage of this event and looking forward to seeing you there tonight. Well, now let's go to Coach Pete Dunn. Hello, Coach. 
All right. Well, working on getting Coach on the line and or hearing him if he is, possibly. So we'll continue to, to talk about the, the season. And, uh, you know, John, Brian, what do you guys know about Melbourne? I don't know anything at all. Okay. <laughs> I know. If I remember, the, the Bulldogs and they're green and white, I think. They're on the, uh, they're on the west coast. Yeah, yeah. Or the east coast. I mean, yeah. that, that, go, other, yeah. that other let's side. Let's go to Coach right. Dunn. Hello, Coach. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you for joining us. We're all looking forward to the game tonight. Got a little cloudy skies, but right now we're sitting out front at the porch at Porky's and um, yeah, we're, we're very dry. I do want to let you know that John Perry is here joining us. John is the editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, and he's a, a former Blue Darter alumni, a former Blue Darter baseball alumni, and he's covered <laughs> the Blue Darters in the paper for over th- over 30 years. Yeah, there's, it's, uh, we could add a, a one decade to that number, town. Okay, for over 40 <laughs> years. Yeah, I, Pete, I was there before you were. I was uh, I graduated the year before Roger, so, uh, but uh, certainly kept up with with what you were doing over at Stetson. Well, we just, just con- missed one another then. So yeah, uh, but I came by in the, the fall of uh, the fall of '74, I believe right. it was. And yep. And, and, and that's and you that's, graduated I, in '74, right? Yeah, exa- exactly. So, uh, and then I was on the baseball team in '72 as a sophomore, and declared myself All Orange Belt Conference scorekeeper. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was my contribution to the team was was keeping the book. So, uh, but uh, I, I know, I, I, like I say, I kept up with you at Stetson, and and I know you've had a couple kids from over over this way. Uh, and, and Logan Gilbert being the most yep. recent there from Wakiva, and, and certainly he, he he's uh, doing well in, in the Mariners organization. But uh, j- j- just uh, know that you you help put help. And, you know, p- previous to you, a pop good baseball had been pretty good, especially I mean, you know town baseball uh, back in the old days, and then the high school baseball, the and then fifties, and and but but then it hit a, a low spot, I guess, and. Uh, and, and but then when you helped picked it back up, and then of course Sonny Wise took it on and, and coached it for years and years. The rest is history. Yeah, that, that's great. I, like I said, I never uh, never ceased to give uh, the credit to uh, Roger's dad, Roger Senior, and uh, um, you know for for uh, giving me that opportunity to to come there to Apopka, and and uh, I did not have any head coaching experience. I had just gotten out of grad school and. And uh, was the assistant up there at George Southern and and uh, and whatnot. But uh, that was he gave me my first uh, uh, opportunity to be a head coach and, and gave me my first paying job. How about that? <laughs> wow. Well, he, he picked a good one there. But I mean, I just uh, the record shows my father had definitely had a gift of hiring good coaches. That that's for sure. You know. Um, but um, I wanted to. Um, and Coach Brian King is here, of course, as well. And you know Brian very well. Hey, Coach. Oh, yeah. And, and Joe hey, Ferraro is, is here, my How colleague you doing, BK? on the broadcast. I'm doing great, Coach. You? Doing well. Doing well. Enjoying Not fishing the... enough, but, uh, so I'm a little grumpy. But people that know me so would say, oh, you're always grumpy. You've always been grumpy. So that, Come on, that's Coach. Good. I don't believe that. But I, that's what I was trying to figure out. I figured you must have been on your way home from fishing already this morning. Yeah. So. <laughs> No, not today. I, I woke up uh, to the to the lightning and thunder and rain and everything else this morning. So I guess you guys got a little bit of that over there too. We did. We've got a little sprinkle, but we're we're holding up pretty well. We're keeping our fingers crossed here. I, one thing that Pete that Roger brought up and and was uh, talking about earlier, and and he and I were speaking about it. It was the the way y'all had to 
pretty much construct, uh, construct, but uh, uh, take care of of, of uh, what is now Jay Barnes Field. And and you remember some of that, and some of the what y'all had to do to to get the. Well, we did construct shape. it. I, um, uh, I, we had mentioned on one of the, one of the other uh, Rogers shows is that you know, of course, West Orange was being built at the same time, and it was a you know twin school, and and uh, so everything was the same. But they had they were going to lay out the field and put the field in, but they were only going to put Bermuda on the infield, and they were only going to put uh, irrigation on the infield. They were going to seed the outfield with Bahia and we were supposed to play on it we we moved in at the in the middle of the year and we were supposed to play on it uh, a month or so later and first of all I said well that's not going to happen and you know we need to do a better job and so again I went to Roger's dad and we put together a plan and unfortunately we had the community behind us and and uh, people that uh, that were associated with a pop the grower supply and Went out on the muck and got uh, 100,000 square feet of Bermuda and all the irrigation and the and the trenchers and everything from AGS and and uh, my uh, my players and I uh, were fortunate enough to, to have those resources and Mr. Williams told me that we were going to build that field so we could play on it in uh, in March and uh, so we were you know we we, we got to it and. Uh, and uh, it was a it was a proud moment. I tell you, it, that's still a point of pride for me. Uh, uh, after all these years that we were able to do that and put together uh, that field, and it's it is you know of course it's after Sonny took over and everything just added to it and added to it, and it's it's known all over the state as as one of the finest uh, uh, fields and high school fields in the state. Yeah, and, and as, as we commented earlier, Coach Matt McDaniel, uh, McDaniel is doing a great job of, of, of keeping it up, too. That's obviously one of his passions uh, and one of his skills is, is making the field look beautiful, and that's, uh, that's continuing that great tradition. Another great Well, I can't, I can't wait to see ago. it. I uh, saw it a few years, years ago, ago from a distance. My son was playing football at, uh, at, at Deland High School, and we came over and played a pop the one night, and I got up in the stands as high as I could, and looked over and they had some lights on and I could see it, you know, from a distance but I didn't get to go over walk on it. So I'm I'm really looking forward to uh to uh seeing it tonight and and, and, and putting my feet back on it. Well, you know, one of the things that um and the guys really from that era, the 77 team were really a tight-knit bunch of guys. I got to witness that firsthand and when we had the big alumni game three years ago. And uh, I'd say there were probably more guys from your 77 team there at the alumni game, and there were over, over 50 guys there. Rod Brewer was there. We had to, really quite an illustrious game of, of former Blue Darters. But um, there were probably more guys from your 77 team than any other team specifically, and it was amazing to see their camaraderie. The, many of those guys have kept in touch, even though they're scattered all over the country, um, you know, via Facebook or other ways now. And uh, they, that's where I begin to hear the story of kind of what you're sharing with us now about, uh, you know, uh, firsthand from those guys. And they've still got distinct, specific memories of the actual patch of sod that they laid and of, of the base <laughs> path that they that they carved out there. So it's uh, that's another one of your, your great legacies is, is that that 77 team and uh, it literally building Jay Barnes Field. Now I do have a question for you though, and you don't be shy. I mean, you I mean you've told the story before, both on and off the air. But speaking of great Blue Darters, there's Bob Christensen. He's a former Blue Darter baseball player, going into Port Porky's to get his weekend started off correctly. Um, 
Um, how how were you able to juggle your teaching responsibilities and, and building working on the field all day? <laughs> well, I didn't have to juggle them. Your dad did it for me. Uh, of course, he was so far he was so behind the the project, especially when we expanded it to to get all the donations and all of the things. And I was teaching driver ed, and a lot of people remember remember Butch Helms, uh, who who I think later became the principal. Uh, uh, at Apopka, and he was he was a basketball coach, and he and I were teaching uh, driver ed together, and we each had our own classes, and and uh, your dad called me in and said, we're going to get this field built, and we're going to get it built on time, and we're going to play our first game on it, and so I'm I'm giving Butch your classes, he's going to combine uh, both classes, and he's going to handle both classes, and you're going to be out on that field. Uh, all day, and when your players are in PE and study hall, they are to report to you out there on the field, and we're going to get this thing done, and, and that's how we did it. We, uh, uh, Your dad was very creative, and uh, and, and that's how we got it done. We, I was able to spend uh, you know a lot of time out there during the day, and then the players, when they weren't in academic classes, they were able to, um, to come out and, and, and work on the field, so that's how we that's how we did it, how we put it together. Got a love coach, child labor. Coach, <laughs> I, coach, I can promise you, you're not going to find many principals like that in today's no. society. <laughs> Absolutely well, not. And, that, and, 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 and and no disrespect to principals today, but, uh, you know, that's, that, 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 that's a shame because uh, he, he, uh, he was a strict disciplinarian and he, and he got things done and, and was, was so well respected in the community and, and um, I tell you what, there will always be a, a spot in my heart for, for, for Roger's dad because not only did he give me an opportunity to start my head coaching career, but uh, I, just, I just sat back and admire now, admire and you see what's going on today and, and uh, some of the things going on in the school. Uh, uh, I, I enjoyed, let me, let me tell you this, I enjoyed working for the man tremendously. Great memories, and we look forward to seeing a bunch of those 77, hopefully some of those 77 guys there tonight. Now, I know, unfortunately, many of those guys that I saw at the reunion are literally spread all over the country. Phil Wilkins was the one that organized the alumni baseball game, and he did that from Colorado on Facebook primarily, and he will not be here, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I know Gates is out in Nevada, and, you know, they're, they're all over the place. But uh, their hearts are going to be there tonight with us, and hopefully some of them that are, live around here will, will yeah, be Yeah, how about, how about Tommy Tomarelli going up to Washington? the Braves and, and not me. I can't believe that that he's that he's, <laughs> yeah. that he's ditching me for the for the uh, the Atlanta Braves. How how, how dare him? Yeah, do yeah that? Tommy what, definitely what doesn't have his, his priorities on. in order. We got to talk to him about that. Uh, of course, he was on that '76 team. Him and Scott Pittman still remember those guys play some great games. And um, but yeah, just before we move on, and don't want to belabor this point, but I mean, but an example of exactly what you're talking about, about the way things have changed bureaucratically and not for the better, is you know I've, I've heard from sources, if you will, very good ones, that you know Coach McDaniel and and uh, the, and doesn't even control the water. I mean, he's got to get approval from the county office to turn the water on to water the field. Exactly. So, I mean, that's how exactly. ridiculous things have gotten. And anyway, that but that's why I want to put a, a positive spin on it. Is that's why events such as tonight are, are so wonderful that we can have a chance to get together, look back at, at better days, and uh, they're even better now. Our memories get get fuzzy, and we all get better you know, as we go along. But uh, the, the fish gets better. 
every <laughs> year that goes by, we get better. We were better and better as we as players and, and coaches, weren't we? But we got our, our next break coming up. When we come back, there's a story about a road game at Edgewater, which hopefully you remember, Coach. It's one of my most vivid memories, and I especially want to talk about it with Brian here because his dad, <laughs> Coach Phil King, was coaching Edgewater at the time. And before we hit that break, though, I do want to – I know, Coach, you're so humble. It's always – got to try to pull stuff out of him. But uh, John Perry's very humble, too. And, you know, he talked about you know, his, his, you know, his, his days on the, on, the, on the varsity but as a, as a 10th grader. But one of our things that we're so proud of, in Apopka still is our junior high team um, when I was actually in eighth grade and John was in ninth uh, played in the Orange County Championship game and John was the starting right fielder on that team. So, uh, you know, John always leaves that out. So I need to make sure I, I let everybody know about that. Uh, yeah, and I, 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 another uh, bit of useless information. I made the last out in that county championship game. Uh, we were playing Robinswood. Uh, that's the only team we lost. We lost to Robinswood in the, in the first regular yeah, they season. Yeah, they blew us out twice. They, and, they were, and, they were and, loaded. But And my mom taught at Robinswood, so that made it even worse for my household. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on Blue Daughter Sports Central with Coach Pete Dunn. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue. We're nice and dry, too. Pleased to be joined by John Perry, the Popka Chief and Planner, Brian King of Orlando Baseball Academy, and of course Joe Ferraro. We're pleased also it's great to have Coach Pete Dunn joining us on the phone from Deland. We're all eagerly anticipating Pete Dunn night tonight at the baseball game. Pete Dunn night will begin promptly at 7.15 p.m. First pitch of the ball game will be 7.30 p.m. and coach will throw out the ceremonial first pitch to start the game versus the visiting Melbourne Bulldogs. Also encourage everybody to get there early because of the Mayor Brian Nelson food truck cookout, which starts at 5.30 p.m. at Jay Barnes Field. And especially want to encourage, uh, looking forward to seeing all the former Pete Dunn era players that are around here at the game tonight. And if you know of one, please let them know about it and encourage them to be there. Um, before we go back to Coach, I want to remind everybody that, of course, our program is sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. And uh, give a shout-out to Dr. St. Germain for being voted best chiropractor once again for now 10 years in a row. Let's go back to Coach Dunn and, and Brian and, of course, um, John and Joe. And Coach, First of all, Coach, do you remember the road game, a day road game at Edgewater, you know, in 75? Well, you, you put me on a spot because I, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I probably will remember it. but uh, Okay, well, here's the situation. Uh, geez, Roger, I, sometimes yeah. I can't remember what I have for breakfast, and you're asking. Okay, okay, yes. Yeah, there's, there's, there's thir 1,312 wins at Stetson that I know you probably remember a lot better than that, so over 37 years. But, um, and, again, this, this is all, you know, our memories, our guys from 75, and even the other guys, too, are sharp because this is this is my our, our senior year my senior year every game was important it was it was every game was a big deal 
So we're and it was kind of a big deal to play Edgewater back then because, you know, we're talking ancient history now. Back in those days, Edgewater was a much bigger school than a Popka. In fact, right. they were even exactly. a higher classification than we were. So it was a big deal for us to even be playing them. So, they said the coach there at the time was a real jerk, too. Coach, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But it, it, no, was, he was it was his oldest kid. It was Coach Phil King was coaching uh, Edgewater. <laughs> and, of course, he became later the much beloved and outstanding athletic director here at Popka for many years. But we're uh, we're playing a road game over there. It's a uh, it's a tight game. It's a pitcher's battle. Um, it's nothing to nothing at the end of six innings. In fact, their pitcher, who was a big blonde kid, I think it might have been Kelly. I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Um, was no hitting us, and we had, which I guess wasn't that usual for us for us in '75. And um, so anyway, and and one one of the reasons I remember it, and certainly not the most. We'll get to the most reason I remember it in just a second here. But uh, Brian, have you ever heard about this this game? I'm not sure where you're headed, Rod. Uh, okay, I'm very okay. Um, so um, Coach uh, King change, makes a pitch and change, which today that's not such a big deal. You know, pitch counts obviously are, are huge now. Well, that was in the early days of pitch counts, and a lot of people didn't even pay attention to p- pitch counts back then, and nobody pulled a pitcher with a no-hitter. So anyway, and I'll have to you know apologize for mentioning myself here, but you know I was the leadoff hitter for the seventh inning and got a single to break up the no-hitter on the very first pitch. Which means, you know, the reason I mentioned it's irrelevant to the story because now we've got the tie and run on first base. Well, a couple of hitters later, you pinch hit. Aaron Sutton goes into pinch hit. He gets a base hit. So now we're having a little rally here. We've, we've not, not only do we have the potential, you know, winning run on the ba- uh, tie and run on base, we've got the winning and the tie and run on base in the top of the seventh. So anyway, as things develop, we wind up with two outs. So <laughs> um, with two outs. Two men on, one in scoring position, no matter what happens. Um, there's one of those tough chance ground balls to shortstop. You know, kind of a slow rolling ground ball. The guy's got to go to his right to catch the ball, then make a throw across his body. And, Bobby, you know, everybody's excited. This is going to be a tough play. We're probably going to get the run to, to tie the game. Well, it was a bang bang play at first, or, or not so bang bang play at first. Our guy was safe, which means we should have tied the game. And guess what? He's called out. <laughs> so, which, which it. it you know, ends the game. The game's over. So, anyway, next thing you know, Coach Dunn, is, who's normally pretty mild-mannered, um, is shot out of a cannon, and he is, I mean, nose-to-nose nose with this umpire. I mean, and I mean, I'm t- we're talking nose-to-nose, nose, and I mean, it was, you know, <laughs> one of the best. Ra- I mean, Billy Martin would have been proud <laughs> of this. <laughs> um, you know, Earl Weaver would have been proud. And, and one reason I remember it was, was not only the, the drama of it and, and the passion and the intensity, but it went on and on. And on. I mean, you, you were like a dog, you know, a dog with a shoe. You would not give it up with this guy. Is any of that coming back at all? I, yeah, I guess not. But, but anyway, it's Coach Dunn. Does that Go ahead. bring I back did, memories? Well, I, it's funny. It's funny. I remember something like that. But um you know, you think about that now. If I if I do that now, and or if a high school coach would uh, uh, would do that now, he'd probably be suspended for the remainder of the year. You know, with with, with that. And, Thrown uh, in jail. And uh, I, I always I always look forward to BK coming over and umpiring at Stetson, so I could get his uh, get up in his grill every once in a while too. So. Well, well, well I haven't gotten to the good part yet. Okay, so yeah, now keep in mind the game's over, and so Coach King, you know, which which is smart to do, he's got his guys packing up the gear. You know, you know, guys are out on the field. You know, and you're still right. And, and now that now the ump is trying to, he's taking it for a while. Now he's going to try to, you know, he wants to get away from it. So he turns 
turns, takes a turn to his right to walk away. Well, you being younger and more nimble and quicker, boom, you're right there in his face. <laughs> and once again, as he tries to go to the right. <laughs> so he takes it for a few more minutes, tries to toe to his left to get away. Boom, you're right there in his face. <laughs> and you would not let the ump get off the field. And then next thing you know, after this went on for 15 or 20 minutes or so, literally, we yeah, we decide, well, maybe we need to start packing up the gear. The game's over now. Edgewater's, Edgewater's gone. <laughs> So the last thing I remember is, as, as, and I think I had Elijah Bennett with me, as we're pulling out of the parking lot, heading back to Apopka, look in the rearview mirror, you are following the ump to his car. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's got his trunk up. He's putting his chest protector into the, into the car. <laughs> and you're still still no to no to him with him, giving him the Billy Martin Earl Weaver treatment. What well, possibly like I say, nowadays I'd be put in the Florida High School Activities Association jail. So maybe it was good that your dad was uh, was ahead of that organization back then. Maybe that's the only thing that kept me out of the, their jail then. So. And he understood what it was like to maybe uh, be passionate every now and then, too, about a ball game. Coach, but, uh, I, got, I got to check and see if that was Mr. Trawick working the bases that day. That's what I want to yeah, check on. Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Um, anyway, um, yeah, Brian or John, you have a question or comment for, for Coach? Well, you know, Coach, I just want to say congratulations. I think this is a great honor. Uh, the career you had at Stetson, obviously, was unbelievable. Um, you know what, and, and being recognized uh, in the College Hall of Fame and all, all the accomplishments you've reached, um, I think it makes the whole city proud to know that you got your start here um, and you had an unbelievable career and run there at Stetson. Uh, you just don't see people go to one place and stay like that anymore. Um, and, and, and from a baseball fan following, um, it's an unbelievable career, and, and congratulations. And this is something that's uh, very deserving for you, Coach, tonight. Well, thank you, BK, and I. And again, I, I say this with all sincerity that uh, uh, my my relatively short period of time there, but it, it meant so much to me because, like I said, it was my first opportunity to to be a head coach, and and uh, you know we we built a foundation, and and not only for the the culture uh, for a Popka baseball, but we actually built the field there at Jay Barnes and. And uh, it, 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 it is a special time in my life that I can look back. And this is so nice of, of all the, the people in Apopka and Apopka High School and Roger to, uh, uh, to put this together tonight to, to honor me. I, I am truly, uh, truly thankful. Yeah, well, it all start, Coach McDaniel's the guy. He's the one that you know, had to sign off on it and did sign off on it. In fact, it was actually his suggestion. I was having a conversation with him one day. And, of course, Russell, Coach McDaniel Russell, he, you know, Russell's got to be on board with it, approve it, and you know, work hard to make it a success. So both of those guys, I, you know, give them the, you know, the ultimate shout-outs. And, of course, John Perry, his great coverage, which is now three weeks in a row, uh, front-page coverage in the Apopka Chief. Now, Coach, we've got a break coming up here in a couple minutes. We might have to go a little bit longer on this break because I do have a, a question for you. And once again, it might be so, so long ago, like you've got those 1,312 wins that are more top of the mind for you. But this is something I didn't even think about until yesterday. I was reflecting on the season. And, um, you know, our, our our key guy was our pitcher, Jimmy Furrier. He's the one that won that mm -hmm. incredible one to nothing game at Leesburg. They actually had bases loaded in the fifth and sixth, sixth inning. He got out of the bases loaded jams in a one to nothing game. And um, yeah, he was really the guy that gave us a real chance, uh, you know, throughout the playoffs and must win, you know, single elimination games. 
And um, but the thing that I was thinking, that, and it really kind of came together in my mind, thinking about you as a you know your career as a catcher, uh, not only at Stetson and in high school, but you know in professional baseball and. You know, Jimmy, the Jimmy Ferrier that we had our senior year was not the Jimmy Ferrier that we had known before our senior year. And what I mean by that, the one we knew was more of a, a Mitch Williams type of pitcher. You know, a blazing, blazing fastball, um, you know, uh, lots of strikeouts, lots of walks, and a lot of scared guys at the plate because you never knew where the ball was going. And um, But, you know, the senior year, Jimmy just had complete command of his pitches. He developed another couple of pitches. He developed a a nice off-speed pitch, a nice breaking ball. Uh, He he, he looked like he took something off of his fastball because it didn't seem like he threw as hard his senior year as he did before. But anyway, he turned him from a, a guy who really had an arm and a gift for an arm that could really just you know throw a ball you couldn't even see, but nobody really knew where it was going, to a real skilled pitcher. Um, it, did you? I mean, how much of it? Did you have conversations with Jimmy? Or did, or was that was that you know things that you brought to the table? Uh, you know, um, from your experience, especially as a catcher and working with pitchers. Well, you know, Jimmy was very talented. Like you say, he was very raw and and and. Uh, uh, I guess I guess from the movie you, you you could have when I first you know encountered him and whatnot was you could call him the wild thing because he was he was all over the place but he had a great arm and 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 I think it was you know just mental I think we you know we worked on his mechanics a little bit he was uh, if I remember correctly he was pretty violent in his delivery and we tried to calm that down a little bit yeah, his, hat, his hat always fell off. Him. Yeah, uh, his hat always fell off, and he had to pick it back up and put it back on, and and we tried to calm that down a little bit. But uh, you know, I just think it's you know you you uh, you try to try to get inside players' uh, heads a little bit, and 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 if you're successful in doing that, and calm them down a little bit, and they start to have some success, and and I just think he started believing himself, and you know, we never told him you know not to throw so hard or whatever. We just tried to. You know, to try to uh, clean his mechanics up a little bit, but um, it did. It came together. He was still, um, I think, uh, effectively wild. I think that was nobody could really get uh, real comfortable in the, in the box on him. You know, because he he wouldn't let one fly every once in a while. So it wasn't like he just, you know, was around the plate all the time. But he was around the plate enough to be very effective. But he was also a little effectively wild, and I think that. Uh, uh, you know that created some success for him that uh, people just couldn't get in the box and get real, real comfortable because he did throw so hard. And so, of course, uh, I guess we got to give some. Yeah, I, uh, that 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 got us there. I remember that uh, that one nothing uh, win over Leesburg. I think they had already beaten us twice in the regular season. No, we we beat um, them. We beat them once. We split with them. Did we, we split with them? And of course, they were a storied program uh, up there with uh, Coach Lowe and. And whatnot, and uh, that was—I'll uh, I'll always remember that game at uh, at one nothing game. Uh, that was uh, that was something. Yeah, and they had played in the state championship game the year before, so I mean they were right. looking forward to that. That was their whole mission was to win it, get back and win it that game, and took that away from them. Anyway, it's time for our next break. We'll continue to speak with Coach Dunn on Blue Daughter Sports Central, along with John Perry, Brian King, and Joe Ferraro. So please stay with us. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. 
Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's been great to have you joining us today. We encourage you to come on up and join us at Porky's for lunch after the program. We're in our waning moments, about two minutes. I uh, want to, um, before we sign off, I just want to once again encourage everybody to come out to the game tonight. The first pitch is 7.30. It'll be delivered by Coach Dunn. The, the Pete Dunn night ceremonies begin promptly at 7.15 p.m., but I especially encourage everybody to come out for Mayor Brian Nelson food truck cookout and that starts at 5 30 p.m and before we uh, go sign off i want to you know, make sure i get these thank yous in and that's first of all starting with coach mcdaniel and russell for thank you for for this opportunity for pete dunn Knight. thank you to john perry and the apopka chief and planner for their outstanding coverage and thank you to our, our staff and crew and friends over at 1520 of bcw pete paquette joe ferraro sitting right here and everybody over there for getting the word out uh, over the airwaves and via social media but anyway coach before we sign off we got two minutes uh, anything you'd like to say before we see you again tonight no again i just want to thank the community and and uh it, it's I've got I've got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, good stories about my time there. Even though I was there for three years and working at Ryan's Lumber Company in the in the in the summer, and and I was laughing the other day. I said it's a wonder that I still have all of my fingers and everything from from uh, <laughs> from working there in the lumber yard around all the saws and everything. But uh, Mr. Dixon um, was nice enough to, to to give me a job during the summer and stay in the community and. Uh, and do a lot of things, but it's there's just so many people that uh, that keep coming to mind now that we've you know been working on this for for a month or so or several months now. Just people coming to mind, and, and unfortunately, I'll never get to thank everybody that that made my uh, three years there so enjoyable and and uh, and so productive in putting the field together and everything. So I'm I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing the mayor. Haven't seen him since since I left there, and uh, one of your former players, uh, absolutely. Yep, yep. And uh, I remember Nelson Roses. How about that? I think that was his family, wasn't it? They it had, was, uh, sure was. Yes. And, uh, his, uh, but anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing a, a lot of people and uh, and uh, meeting Coach McDaniel and and whatnot. But I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think the weather's going to hold off for us, and uh, look forward to seeing seeing everybody there tonight. Well, thank you. Coach Mack is keeping us up to date here. And uh, once again, thank you, John. Thanks for coming over to see us. Brian, you got a good story there. You know, you got one more story about your dad there. And yeah, uh, thanks to Joe Ferraro and thanks to Alan in the studio. We'll be up here having lunch at Porky's. We encourage you to come up and join us, get your weekend started off just right, and be out at Jay Barnes Field tonight at 5.30 p.m. for the Mayor Brian Nelson Food Truck Cookout. Have a great Friday. It's Blue Dark. On 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.